0: welcome to marketing mistakes and how to avoid them join stacy and learn from her 20 years of experience as she shares top-notch advice on marketing best practices for brands and walks you through how to leverage entertainment content and influencer partnerships to increase your brand's overall consumer engagement and most importantly your sales welcome to another episode of marketing mistakes and how to avoid them i'm stacy jones And today I'm going to talk to you about how our team has addressed a challenge felt across the nation by businesses of all types, everywhere, how to deal with email organization, and I'm going to provide a simple five-step plan for staying on top of your emails. No, this is not a podcast about entertainment marketing, branded content, celebrities, or influencers, but it is about something that allows our team to do our jobs better, and that's why I want to share my thoughts with you. Some people in our office get hundreds of emails every day. I do. Others get a small handful, but there's one thing that remains consistent across the board. People often forget to do the actions requested in the emails, and I'm absolutely at fault as well. It took me quite a long time to realize that the overriding issue was really nothing more than a lack of organization. Regardless of the individual, it was not based on a sheer attempt to ignore the requests or action items needed by others on the team or, you know, even clients. It used to be that anyone who worked in business had onslaughts of paper to deal with, and businesses had to deal with purchasing filing cabinet after filing cabinet, file box after file box, the old files to be stored in, and file folder after file folder, and of course those fun labelers. But then there was the momentous task of actually getting ourselves to file all that paper versus just stashing it in large stacks on our desks. The amount of paper purchased for printing was tremendous, as you wanted a printed backup of everything just in case for, well, practically everything you worked on. No one scanned documents and filed them digitally, and if you mislabeled something, there was no computer system in place to automatically index everything and help you find that misplaced file or piece of paper. Millennials have not had to learn those organizational skills, but they do leave college without having learned another really important tool. And quite frankly, a lot of the brands and agencies we work with Many who may be a little slightly older than millennial age admit to having not learned that tool either when we talk about how we're all overwhelmed with digital stuff. So what's the magic trick to fixing this? It's actually quite simple. It's how to put in place a great email organizational system. We are all overwhelmed with the amount of data that comes our way and how to process it and organize it in a way that we can be on top of it and have a fighting chance and knowing what we need to be responding to, doing, and following up on. It takes such a quick moment to send an email and clutter an inbox, but that little data fragment can end up costing a lot to the recipient in terms of receiving an action item to do and an email to do something with. The truth is, if you have more than 200 emails in your inbox, at least for me, you have no clue what actually lives in there. It's just not possible to be on top of all your to-dos and things slip through the cracks. Over the years, I've asked my team to create such an organizational system, and I've received nods and will-do from some, and from others on the other end of the spectrum, requests that I assign them to-dos as a task using Outlook instead of as an email, or, worse yet, send a detailed reminder on their calendar that a project has a due date and details of what that project is. All of a sudden, then, I, the CEO of the agency, become the personal assistant. That's crazy versus having the team member develop responsibility and create a self-guided organizational system which Outlook so very easily allows. And this is an issue, again, that other business owners and managers are faced with all the time. I hear about it often. My husband has heard my frustrations about this topic and admitted he too has this problem at his office with himself. And we certainly are not the only company in the world with the issue. And it explains why so many people are so bad at getting back with responses. We are all deluged with content, and if we don't have a way to dig ourselves out, we will be absolutely buried alive, or at least carry a tremendous amount of guilt about all the things we haven't dealt with that may be sitting there festering in our inbox is a little digital file. So, here's the fix. At one point in time, after encountering this issue with pretty much every single person in our office to one degree or another, again, not excluding myself, I encouraged our team to take it one step further. To actually create a very simple organizational system and carve out time each week to make sure it's in place and working. Because if you skip a week or worse two, then you're simply back where you started at email overload. The problem is that people receive an email in their inbox, open the email, and close the email. There is one step that should follow this, at least on the emails that don't require any action or response. That one step? File the email immediately. It is amazing how many people don't do this? And yes, it's that simple. I realize it sounds too simple to state that all you need to do is file an email immediately after you read it, but it truly is that simple. I personally developed such a massive filing organization system in my inbox that it actually became too organized. There were so many folders with subfolders that an email can be filed away forever. And thankfully, there is a search sender option that ferrets out those hidden files But I've gone too far in my quest for email organization. I've set up folders for each client. That makes sense. I've set up folders for each email received from each team member. Possibly a little excessive, but still makes sense. I've set up to-do folders, to-read folders, potential affiliate folders, article folders, to-pitch folders, and the list just goes on and on and on because I never go and revisit those folders. Because in reality, that's not the fix I'm suggesting. That is just too overboard. And it's simply not needed, unless perhaps you work for a business that requires extreme filing. And most agencies and brands don't need that. Your inbox is a short-term sorting station. It's like a grand central station for email, where things come in and they go out. But no one and nothing is supposed to live there forever. So what am I suggesting you do instead? Simply set up a few folders as follows. You can make it more complex to suit your needs, but don't create over 30 file folders or you really won't be able to keep caught up. Again, I speak from extreme file folder creating experience. Right now I have 24 folders in my favorites that allow me to quickly and easily file things in an even more organized fashion, but you certainly don't need to start there. In fact, I suggest you start with what I'm about to talk about and then only add file folders based on your need. Say you want to have all the emails from your team go into one file box or from a specific client or vendor. I swear this is so simple you're going to roll your eyes. But I also promise that when I've taught this to person after person, their organization immediately improves, and they are way more on top of their to-dos. So here it goes. When an email comes in and you read it, you are either going to, one, immediately drop it in a folder that says File if you have nothing more that's needed from you on that email. It's there for you in the future. You can always revisit it, and if you really want to make more file folders, then do that and drop those emails in as soon as you read them. Two immediately delete the email. If it's junk, spam, or a silly friendly response, that's not something you need to ever see again. Three, immediately respond to the email and then drop it in the folder that says file if the action is done on your part and the ball is back in someone else's court. As an addition, you may want to add a folder that says follow up that you check in later as well. Number four, put the email in a read later file if it's something you might want to take a look at at a later date. I do this with classes I've signed up for or interesting articles and blogs, but don't let it sit in your inbox. And number five, the last step. Flag the email if you need to do something with it that's going to take longer than a quick immediate response. Those red flags really do stand out. But really, if you're on top of this, you won't need a flag, and you'll simply move through your inbox with much more ease as you know anything in it older than today is a to-do waiting for you to do it. You're just going to have to actually go revisit and do those things. When I start this program with anyone on the team, I will set up a couple of meetings where I let them know I'm going to be looking at their email inbox on specific dates to make sure they're organizing themselves. I really don't want to do this. Truly, I don't. And I definitely don't want to read their emails, as I can guarantee you, if you look for something suspicious, you will find it. So it's just better to not look and have faith in your team. That's not the idea behind this. But as an agency, we also can't simply miss accomplishing small things due to action items getting lost and buried in an already read email that has no action item pending. A few check-ins are usually needed, sometimes more depending on the individual. But after a few weeks, I usually hear from them how they're actually on top of their inbox, and there's no need for me to check in any longer. But I also already know who it is working for, because I can immediately see major improvements in communication and timeliness. The key to this is to ensure that everyone schedules an hour a week to actually step back and go through their inbox and clean it up. Because things happen, and instant filing does get missed here and there. Or emails resolve themselves with a later email that's received, making that prior email irrelevant. I know this all sounds so easy, but it really is an issue that is the infamous straw that broke the camel's back. You don't want to have to have yourself or your team miss an email action that needed to get done and only realize it too late. And the land of the lost email is very much alive and kicking in most people's inboxes today. Make sure you stop by hollywoodbranded.com for more tips and check out our library, which has infographics, white papers, ebooks, and videos, or our blog, blog.HollywoodBrandon.com, which has hundreds of helpful hints on how to make brand influencer and entertainment content partnerships a success from the get go. That's it for this episode. I hope it was helpful and please let me know if you have any feedback. I'll see you next week. And as always, if you need a little or a lot of help, my agency Hollywood branded is here to lend a hand. If you would leave a review or any questions I can address in the future, I'd really appreciate it as your feedback helps me know my advice is valuable and interesting to you. Are you ready to make the magic of product placement? celebrity event activations, or influencer partnerships help your sales. Visit hollywoodbranded.com to gain access to free content to learn which key tactics best fit your brand. You'll find surveys, webinars, daily blogs, eBooks, and guides, all created to make sure you have access to the best possible marketing practices. Let's make that entertainment marketing magic happen for you.